at all. Well, let it's me the ask, weapons and the... Let me ask in the last yeah. 30 seconds, Ahmed Tabasi, about the U.S. position. And if you have a message, Ahmed, for President Biden. Uh, I'm sorry for 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 the Americans that the Israel all, all this support all taxpayers goes to Israel to kill uh, uh, children and kill women. For me, this money should go to create art, to create culture, to support artists, to build theaters, to build artistic and cultural organization all over the world, to to save artists in China and Russia, even in U.S. I want this money not goes to create weapons. Americans, you are getting your picture in a way, not in a right way, because all this military support and all this military crazy support goes to change your pictures as a human. I believe our friends in America, we have the friends of the Freedom Theater in New York. We they are You're Jewish listening and they to KBOO Portland. Once upon a time has the pleasure of inviting you to our next show at 11 a.m. We welcome you to listen to our guest, Betty Leonard Denai, a woman, a publisher, writer, and a grandmother. Her latest book is called The Wake of Madness, My Family Escaped from the Nazi. Betty shared with us the story of her parents and their escape from the Nazi during the Second World War. His honest biography or memoir is the curiosity of a daughter to know the truth of what happened to her parents, also to provide a vivid narrative of their lives and their experiences for survival. This is a great opportunity to ask questions to the author and to learn more about one of the darkest times of our history. I will be happy to answer your questions and suggestions at 11 a.m. You're listening to KBU Community Radio, and we're in the middle of our end-of-year campaign. Help us meet our $75,000 goal by making a contribution today. KBU's different hues of independent programming are only possible with your support. Give now at kbu.fm give. You can also donate by texting KBOO to 44321 or by mailing a check to the station at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue in Portland, Oregon, 97214. Help shine some light on our radio community by donating now. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to KBU 90.7 FM. Over. 
presence underneath that night Our family was warm by the fireside While the world outside turned white Something about that Christmas tree Didn't seem to be quite right Grandma stole a Christmas tree Took it right off the lot Said they were giving them away for free But we knew they were not And we are back here on The Gap on KBOO Portland. You wanted me out of breath, right? <laughs> it's a live radio, a little bit of Christmas. Was that Grandma getting hit by a reindeer? Is it was, that what that I, was? Yeah, Sherry's giving me the nod. That was. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> that was, I guess it's that time of the year. And we are live here on The Boo, The Gap. My name is Tammy. I'm with the lovely and out of breath Althea Billings. How are you? Good. I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so happy to be here with Yay, you. Yay, we are back. Um, we're back after last week we weren't here, but here we are. I was getting my wisdom teeth removed. A little bit wiser and, and a little bit teethless. Te- yeah, I mean, I don't know. If they take my wisdom teeth, does that make me less wise? Call in. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, don't. <That's- laughs> hey, Althea, we <laughs> suddenly all of your takes are terrible. What about <laughs> if it's all the... Um, the missing teeth. All the fairy... Uh, what was it? Fairy tooth fairies out there oh the tooth fairies that's that's a question between the tooth you and the tooth fairy to figure out yeah but uh anyway what do we do on the show yes we're (laughs) back after a week off uh great to be here live in studio uh um this is a two-part show at the beginning of the show we either do a news roundup round house kick to the face and or an interview uh today we are going to do a news roundup and then afterwards at the bottom of the hour we'll be open up the phone lines for you to call in and answer our community questions so get excited about that we're uh, very pleased to be here with you this morning i want to say some thank yous if i could yeah to some of the folks who have recently donated to kbu's end of year campaign um so thank you edward f scott k liz b howard l and david n thank you for your supporting community radio be like these people um, you can go to kboo.fm slash give or text kboo to 44321. We even, love it. Do a snail mail. You, you still yeah. taking snail mail up in here? We do. 20, with a little Christmas card or something? <gasps> now that's That'll nice. Lovely. Now that's nice. Uh, it's 20 Southeast 8th Avenue, uh, Portland, Oregon, 97214. Yeah, there it is. Boom. All right. Shall uh, we? A lot of things happened in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, lots of things happen in the last week alone. Um, we'll try to, to just get the ones that <laughs> piqued our interest the most. Mm-hmm. Do you have one you want, you'd like to oh, start with? We can start with? from the top. I'm, I'm start from the top. Yeah, Tina Kotek, Governor Tina Kotek. Governor Tina Kotek's task force. Recommendation updates. Earlier in August, Tina Kotek decided, started a task force force in partnership with some Oregon business folks and some politician, and they were tasked with looking at ways to revitalize downtown. And in the last week in the Oregon Business Plan Leadership Summit, uh, Kotek shared her plans for revitalizing this uh, downtown. Some of it include um, in this OPB article, and we can get a little bit more into depth about it in a minute, but increased uh, police presence downtown, um, outlawing public drug consumption, Taking off protective plywood, taking off protective plywood, mm-hmm. plywood. Excuse me. Stepping up social services for those in needs on the streets of of um, of Oregon, and really interestingly enough, a tax relief for downtown businesses. She wants to pour millions into trash and graffiti cleanup on state managed highways, and hopes to declare a 90-day state of emergency to refocus officials on the government level um, to 
do something about the fentanyl crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Can I? I have an anecdote to tell you, please. Because um, also this week there was an. Uh, we I don't know if we talked about this already, but there was this article uh, where Wheeler was like, "Hey, hey, people from Portland, stop putting up billboards that say how much we suck. <laughs> like that, we don't like that." Um, and uh, last night I was at the Oregon Symphony for oh. Kristen, uh, Broadway favorite Kristen Chenoweth was there with them. And I have a pull quote from her that I would love to sort of get to Ted Wheeler, um, if I could, where she says, I do love this downtown. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, Maybe nice. future EGOT winner Kristen Chenoweth oh, wow. loves the downtown. She went to the Nordstrom. She went to the Mario. She went to the Starbucks. She loved it. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. We need celebrity endorsements. Okay. I hear you. I, no, I, I hear you. And how much more awesome if it was like not a Nordstrom, but like a mom and pops, like a Portland something, oh, and not a Starbucks, you know, yeah, something I'm, like that. I'm, but that would be made more possible if there was some sort of care, and that would that, so that not only big corporations can you know make it downtown. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but they're they're kicking their feet right now for the tax breaks and the. <laughs> I mean, look. yeah. I mean, COVID was. What about? Yeah, I wonder if they can like. Do something for all the people whose businesses got lost during COVID because of just like everything yeah. for a closing and everything. Like, well, I just I really want to make the distinction between like major corporations sure. and like small local businesses mm-hmm. or, or even local chains. Like, big yeah, businesses like are doing fine. They made record profits. The <coughs> issue is not that they're being taxed at an extremely marginal rate. That they are, you know, like I, to me, I, I'm not I'm not very sympathetic to the tax break. Angle, um, especially when you see when it was four meetings of 47 people, the majority of which were big business people. And we came up for recommendations for what you should do. You should not tax us anymore. Like, let me go to the city. I'll make some recommendations for what you should do for me. I got I got some awesome. Some of them are related to the roads. Although I'll say it. There was um, no. Thank you so much for bringing that up. But it would be. It would be nice if there was some sort of incentive. And this is just like really like the, the short plan. There could be some more um, recommendations yeah. that she made that can tackle, not tackle, but can really support arts and culture and, and local entrepreneurship in some yeah. way, I hope. Um, because it, it's, yeah, like you said, like it's it's great. To, I, lo- I love Nordstrom's and Nordstrom's rocks as much as the next gal, you know, as much as the next grandma. And I do. But... You know, like you said, it'd be, yeah. what, what about well, the... And, I don't know. I mean, there were so many people locked out of these discussions. They weren't, sure. like, official government proceedings. So, the, you know, Tina Kotek claimed, basically, that it's not subject to public meeting law. So mm-hmm. media and mm-hmm. folks from the public were kept out of these discussions. And so anything that they try to act on would have to go before the public and would have to, you know, um, have some kind of, like, public input on it, which is good. But... It, they also locked out so many like local nonprofits and sure. service providers from these talks, and like why was the regional person from Bank of America like yeah. getting to make decisions? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I'm critical of it, but I hear you, and, and I think that it, it. I think that it needs to, we people need to stay critical about it. Uh, all I'll, when I when I first heard this, I was like, whoa, Tina Kotick. Well, yeah, like, whoa, Tina Kotick did something. It was just. And and is that I mean the the bar like I was telling you last night the bar is so low it's like <laughs> she said that she's going to do this in August and she said she'll have it done by October and presented by December and it's like oh, she God. actually kept up the timeline uh, I may not agree with the outcome but, <laughs> but you know you know as advertised this is it, it happened that way yeah and I, I was so that's like. <laughs> 
I was really shocked. Um, mm-hmm. And then go, you know. So as we uh, m- more information comes out, but some of the uh, points that she was making, it's not like um, she's making points about an issue that none of us know, and sometimes in detail uh, what's going on. Like you know the part about you know the police presence, and then the fact that you have the the pack kind of getting demolished uh, yeah. behind the scenes, and then the top. Then she was mentioning um, less public uh, drug consumption. You know, saying this publicly when we know behind the scenes what's happening with Measure 110 and all the different type of mm-hmm. things that are happening in the works there. And then the most interesting part. Okay. This is where I put on, I took off my, I put on my investigative journalist hat. Okay. okay. Um, take protective plywood off the buildings. That's, remember we talked about this one time before on the show and I learned the word ombudsman. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's coming, it's trickling okay. in, right? Um, remember, there are contractors overcharging Portland property owners <gasps> for boarding up windows because they're a fear of um, getting their their how do I say this their stuff uh, kicked in. Remember that, and yeah. they're overcharging. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Tina Kotick waking up saying, "Oh, by the way, take off take off them boards." Yeah. So that so we so while so we need to pay make getting all the look at you you look at I, I shook the, your world I, right I, now Althea the gears right are turning now. the gears are turning what does that mean I don't does, I'm, not, I'm not there yet it's like but pe- I will it's like it out. A, with the Charlie Day and Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah all the and this, it, so well so none of these things are happening in a vacuum and and thankfully we literally have notes from the last like four years of how the city has been oh yeah 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 uh, you know so. Um, yeah, then graffiti, millions into graffiti removal. Eh, I, I I mean, I'm not, like, super anti-graffiti. I, 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 this, uh, may that be the la- least of our problems. Although I do yeah, understand, true. you know, if you are, again, a business and, like, there's this new dispensary at MLK. I don't know if they're, you know, local, you know, born and raised somewhere or something. They could be from Cali or something, but... They, they. I see them out there, like every day, working on their mural. That they're work, you know. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's adding to the neighborhood. It's, um, it's pink. It's blue. It's you know, very Pacific Northwest, inviting. And I'm thinking, how long is this going to stay up before someone messes it up? You know. Yeah. Or the beautiful mural, also at uh, MLK. It's, um, it has. Uh, it's like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Mm. Um, I forgot who else is on there. I think maybe Aubrey or something, but. You know, yeah. it, and that did get defaced, you know, when Proud Boys were getting angry and mm-hmm. also just on a day to day, like whatever people, sometimes people tag at nighttime, don't see what they're tagging on. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah. I think there's like a difference between defacing a mural and yeah. general graffiti, I guess. Oh, I some, don't know. Some of these graffitis are beautiful. Like, some know, of them are the, like, like, it's, it's part know. of, it's part of the, the fabric of Portland. You yeah. Know? Some of it. Some of there's, it. Yeah. And it's also, I don't know. I just, there's a lot of like, I, I I don't know anybody, and I haven't had the experience of seeing graffiti and feeling scared per se, or like like just general, not not like any specific type or anything sure. like that. Like I it mean, doesn't. Like, yeah. To me, it's not confronting to see that people drew on stuff. Would you, yeah. More, I'm like, whoa, how'd you get up there? If, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a or like I guess people's na- like there was a they're like names I think or Mook tags. is his name or something. Maybe their so. name I don't know, but they were everywhere in town, and yeah. I would be like, how the hell is this person? Getting on top, like there's no way no, this person is some, some serious stunts. They're like spelunking gear for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, but wait, we digress. Um, anyway, yes. All so that these to recommendations, say that, but I agree with you. Let graffiti be the least of our problems. Um, you know, clean up the trash. I'm into that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. all right, shall we? Yeah. Um, what do you want to do next? We uh, there's the the uh, free speech for for people. 
Um, yeah, t- t- I guess yeah, we can this stay at people. the we can see this at the at the Oregon kind of a, see what's Oregon happening Oregon, at a higher yeah. level and then and then drill down to what's happening in town. Uh, free speech for people is demanding Oregon State Secretary of State to drop Trump from the 2024 ballot. Um, she received communications from Oregonians hoping to exclude Trump. After she ta- she took this up to the Oregon Department of Justice um, and came up with this statement, quote, state law treats presidential prim- primary elections differently than elections than other elections where the secretary has the authority to disqualify a candidate. In a presidential primary, voters are not deciding who will hold office <clears throat> or even who will go on the general election ballot. Instead, they are communicating their preference to party delegates right. to choose who uh, to choose a nominee at the party's nominating convention. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't um, en- enough or the next step that the organization Free Speech for People, who's Austin-based, but they have um, surrogates and kind of like uh, lay leaders all around the state. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's like, well, I mean, is it or isn't it, whatever, but there is a, a personal local touch with people who are local lawyers who are taking this up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the organization is suing her in the Oregon Supreme Court, claiming that under the Fourth Amendment, the uh, U.S. Constitution, Trump is um, constitutionally enabled to appear in any further ballots for federal office based on his engagement um, in their insurrection, insurrection against the United States. Um, and since uh, Secretary of State announced, uh, Oregon Secretary of State announced that Trump will be on the primary ballot unless a court orders... Otherwise, right. we are seeking a court to prevent Trump from being on the ballot. Thoughts? Well, um, I mean, it, specifically in regards to the primary, um, it is like you telling a pri- like the primary ballot. It's an interesting thing because it's run by the state, but it is like telling a private entity, the RNC, the DNC, mm-hmm. who you want the nominee to be. And there's not necessarily a whole lot binding them to that decision. I mean... Not to talk about Bernie Sanders in 2016, but that is like a thing that happened and yeah. it is not, it's not unheard of. Um, so I, I, I understand, you know, why they, why this wouldn't necessarily be so fruitful. I wonder if they have more of an argument for the general election. I'm not sure, but this is this same kind of thing has been attempted in a handful of states mm-hmm. now and they've not gotten anywhere really. Um, it's kind of seems like, silly, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it kind of seems like they've, they're throwing pasta at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know? Pasta, um, yeah. <laughs> but, <clears throat> I mean, I think also if you're, if you're the Secretary of State, you've also got, like, the safety of your election workers to think about. And sure, does yeah. this change anything um, for, for what the outcome of the election is going to be? You think it's silly. Tell me more about that. Well, just, there's... If she can't do anything about it, she can't do anything about it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, it's right. hopeful. And then isn't it kind of... I don't want to say it's giving democracy dies in darkness, but it's like... It isn't... I think that the people... Is this just trying to get people mobilized against Trump again because maybe there's some of this outrage fatigue that's happening because there is maybe. an election coming up soon? Is this because... He has like felony charges and just right. like a hell of indictments that's looming over him, and and maybe because it's looming for so long, it's kind of and you know it's not going to be I think 
what March is when his first court date is or something or his for the first Georgia one I think yeah, yeah that's right so, uh, like Super Tuesday I think is his first yeah and it's appearance for that one maybe it's kind of like a more of like let's I, I don't know like maybe let's position yeah. pe- like get this back into the public consciousness because it's been looming for so long so there's been a lot of ways for people to like paint it in different brushes and mm-hmm. kind of be like look like I, I don't know it's it's and there's you know there seems to be a lot of burnout from you know Biden as far as voters and mm-hmm. voting blocks and different you know voting blocks just being like ah, I don't know if we'll vote for Biden next year so yeah. um and there isn't really giving there there isn't any other option really like I mean maybe Newsom is gonna throw his hat in the ring eventually yeah but he's just teasing us I don't know so I it just seems and they have a lot of other campaigns uh, the uh, people for oh, what is it uh, sorry free speech for the people for people they have uh, a lot of really great other great campaigns that they're working on yeah like keeping big money out of business and stuff so it's um, out of politics, out of politics. Yeah. so I don't yeah I don't know I just I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think what you're saying about, about fatigue makes sense. I think, like, there's probably an effort to try to keep it, like, present and mm-hmm. in the zeitgeist. And, like, this is still a threat. Be threatened mm-hmm. by this. And it's like, can we wait till January? Until yeah, it's, it's so after the but, holiday something. Yeah. But I, no, I, 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 I get it. I get what you're saying. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that there's necessary. But it, at the same time, I I know that there is... There, there have been legal strategies, and look, this is how, you know, abortion rights got overturned at the Supreme mm. Court, is continually picking away at it. Mm. And I think that we've seen that, especially in, you know, legal proceedings against Trump, and we're, we're at, you know, a point right now where he's got, like, five active cases against him or something mm-hmm. that are all filed in different places. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, the federal one about him doing the insurrection. There's the federal one about him keeping documents. There's the one about all of him not paying his taxes and doing fraud in New York State. There's the one in Georgia about the the RICO charges in Georgia. The money one. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, everybody, or, or that the, it may be a legal strategy to, you know, keep keep poking until the dam breaks, you know? So we'll that's... It's, uh, yeah, we'll That's we'll my see. hypothesis. I don't it's, know. I, I hear you. And, um, no, yeah, that makes sense too. Because yeah. it, it does seem like a very pecking kind of... Yeah. Like a, you know, so maybe all or the like, big like pecks together. Or like tugging on your mom's jacket. Like, hey... I don't want that. No, I don't want to go. We yeah. have to cross a bridge to get there. I don't like bridges. It's like, what are you talking about? We have to go over the bridge. Uh, yeah, just kind of like they're just trying to um, move us along and you know move us along in the towards or the like at least say that happening. they tried. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's like, well, <laughs> look at what we tried. Look at look at what you I got. Mean, there's been a I lot did my part. You know, I, you know, if I heard if I if there's anything I learned from you doing union work is always keep receipts. Yeah. So keeping in writing. That, that is yeah. your your, your We year. have to start thinking about what the mantra of uh 2024 is going to be. Oh man. That's going to be some heavy lifting for us. That's um hindsight. Anyway, should we should we go to the next? Yeah, sure. Can I go ahead fo- focus on in on on here. Um, the local uh so city commissioner Renee Gonzalez is running for mayor. We know this. Um I did link you a little article here. Uh from Willamette Week, and I would love to read you a quote and kind of gauge your reaction. Um, so, uh, aspirationally, a friend of the show, Sophie Peel, asks, <laughs> um, how would the city look under Mayor Gonzalez? And he says, quote, drug dealers are going to jail mm. and they're not going to get released within 24 hours. Whether you are a minor or an adult, if you are here illegally selling fentanyl or meth on our streets, you are going to face our judicial system. And then you are going back to where you came from. 
hello excuse me what <laughs> hang on sorry i was on board with it first two sentences first two sentences drug dealers can't sell drugs here love that thank <laughs> you mayor gonzalez into it go back where you came from fast and interesting interesting i don't here's my thing um you know lots of folks out here every year we have to take sensitivity training mm. things about you know this is sort of classic xeno it's xenophobic rhetoric it's wild that he said that on paper on record keep on your, record, on, like so blatantly kept that in writing yeah. yeah he's like he knew he was being recorded and he said that <laughs> i i by, by the it sounds like something trump would say drug dealers are yeah. going to go to jail <laughs> And they're going they to get released. Judicial system, okay. And, and they're going, going back <laughs> where you came from. <laughs> so I, we should, we we should work. We need to work on like impressions of all of the mayoral candidates. That would be great. We got we got our work cut out for us for 2024. Wild that you're saying xenophobic stuff like this. Not gonna not point the finger at Willamette Week, however, because just a couple months ago mm -hmm. they did that story on drug deals downtown and broke AP style for folks that don't know. AP style is like the kind of like rules that govern how you write about stuff mm. as a journalist and like ethics and stuff like that. And they re continually referred to drug dealers downtown as quote, the Hondurans, even though there was no evidence to support that they were all from Honduras. Like they didn't talk to any of these people. They're like, they're, they're, pe they're they look Latino and they're riding around on e-scooters and they're why? dealing drugs. The Hondurans are doing this. The Hondurans are doing that. That's crazy. That's xenophobic rhetoric. That is ginning up, you know, anti-immigrant mm -hmm. sentiment when we are, in fact, a sanctuary state. So I'm gonna, mm. you know, I, you got it on record. I'm glad to see, be able to, I mean, like, expose him for what he is, obviously, but also, like, this is rhetoric that Willamette Week itself, not Sophie Peel, have perpetuated. Yeah. So yuck. Yeah. I just came here to say yuck. I think there's... And don't forget it, you know? We got, we got a long election cycle. Don't we forget. We have, uh, I forgot it, there was a caller who's, who's mentioning that the Willamette Week has had uh, a lot of... Yeah, interestingly, uh, racist uh, takes yeah. on their front pages, and also, you know, um, um, <laughs> yikes! And you're gonna go back, but yeah, this <laughs> he is. wishes, he wishes, because his voice is so uh, that just. I uh, went, I went on his website just to see so what he has to offer. Uh huh. Um, and this is the proven leader. So three bullet points. <laughs> I mean, look, read the Willamette Week article. It's like <laughs> difficult to sort of discern what he's talking about. Um, I like how and he he's like he's a conservative. Like, let's talk about it. He's a conservative. Well, that's what I was gonna. That's okay. so freaking funny that you said it. I was just gonna show you this as a, as a lifelong Democrat. <laughs> a, so he ha he knew as that a he lifelong was, Democrat. He knew what vibes he was giving off, you know. And he's just like, yeah. I have to make sure this is not that people know I'm a lifelong Democrat. I am firmly pro-choice. But like. Um, yeah, you you and I both know being Democrat in this city isn't nearly enough. Well, that's also another thing is the the yes the the what do these words actually mean in Portland or in City Hall really? Because mm -hmm. uh, they mean they take on a whole different meaning than in other. Yeah, each city has its um, skews. It's what what are, lines of margins? What am I trying to say? You know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Um, but yeah, uh, Renee Gonzalez. Let's not forget there's also uh, <laughs> I'm doing the Trump fingers. <laughs> Is a perfect call. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the thing about it. Can I say this is the most unfortunate thing? It's really fun to do the voice. It's really fun. I'm, I'm sorry. So, I, I, can't I help. hate I'm, it. I hate that it is. Okay, I got myself together. Okay, go um, um, Mingus Bobs is also. Mingus uh, Maps yeah. is also running. So I was and he's to, gonna be a little confused about it, but that's okay. 
he he'll be that's the thing that he always says in city council he's he's like spits into the microphone <laughs> he goes i'm sorry I, I actually won't do it to you that's like not nice to do to your ears on a, on a friday morning he's often saying well i'm kind of i'm confused here i i don't I, I don't understand and it's like okay i that's like a decent frame some of the time but he like says it so much that it's like all he says is that he oh, gotcha. doesn't understand. It's like, but, so I have my things where, where I'm like, um, instead of being like, <laughs> I hear what you have to say. I hear you. Yep, I hear you. It's like, well, do you have anything to say back? You know, I hear you. I am, I hear I'm, you. I'm, I'm here. here. To, I'm here to listen. <laughs> so I get um, that. Uh, but the interview also had uh, Mingus Maps. Yeah, talking about both of them. They talk about, you know, like. And they what, talk about each you, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very spicy. Go back and, go back and read it, folks. So uh, feel doing the thing. Yeah. This is what we... I, I wish that they would have been in the same room for it. How do you know they weren't? Maybe the I, whole time they were muted and they're just like looking at each other in the Zoom room. <laughs> and they're just like... To be a fly on that wall. Just like looking at yourself in the viewfinder of, <laughs> of the Zoom room. <laughs> as the other person like talks bad about you. <laughs> um, I'm actually really looking forward to having the... Uh, like a mayoral debate. You know, just... Yeah. It's, I it's, think Carmen Rubio might declare... Um, we don't know. There might be more people in the mayoral race. I, I actually think it's about, there's about to be like a clown car filled of people who are running for mayor this uh, next year. I, yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's going to like the whole, we've got, we're going to have like a hundred candidates across the city, which is, which is crazy. Mm. But I mean, it's, it's like, hey, why look, not? It's new. Why not? Yeah. It's new. Why not? We're doing something new I'm for into, once. And then we rank choice voting. Rank choice voting. And the mayor will not be that powerful. Sure. So yeah. like, let's obviously select a good mayor that is going to do the right thing because they are important, mm -hmm. but they're not like, you know, as they'll be not as uh, yeah. Which is why both Maps and Gonzalez have tried to have tried to wheedle things around to make the mayor more important. They're like, I know I want to be mayor, so what can I? Sure, delete that. Delete. delete, delete. So <laughs> like, I'm saying if you if you create your own job description, that's awesome. You can never get fired. It's a hello. Um, okay, we got um, one last thing. One last thing. Pivot. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I can go quick on this. Um, you may have seen so so the Portland Police Association, the police union commissioned a little survey of Portlanders um, and uh, the Oregonian covered it. Mm. They ran it with the headline uh, that says something to the effect of majority of Portlanders would consider <laughs> moving away from the city if crime and homelessness increases. Now, scary. People really hate it here. Things are so bad. Mm. If they get even 1% worse, mm. everybody's going to leave, right? Mm. So this is based off of, and this is why, you know, you listen to this show, I get to harp on data science. Mm. The question that was asked is, if you could personally and professionally afford it, would you consider moving away from Portland? Not related to crime or homelessness at all. And 68% of people said, yeah, if I could personally and professionally afford it, all else being equal, I would consider moving. Huh? And also when you say all the people, what's the set that we're talking about we're talking about 500 just 500 portlanders to represent all of portland yeah that's it without any information about their demographics where they like anything yeah. but where nothing they live, nothing about how whether they how representative are the they students are they mid-level professionals are they uh you know uh like west side you know like uh neighborhood distribution matters a lot yeah um where, who what when where why yeah none of those it's people who We'll answer the phone. So again, that kind of like and it was, so it was, it was a twelve-minute survey. Twelve it's, minutes. It's what it what they say that it took twelve um, minutes per person. A wild misuse of the data. I mean, or the Oregonian got called out on it and they changed it somewhat. But like you know, 
you can't make the core like the correlation that they're trying to make even if you ask the question directly which is like if i asked you it's like hey if crime and homelessness get worse would you consider moving and you're like well maybe but like you know i bought i, I bought my house sure, like, this is know. this is where my family lives or my my parents are in like they're in care here mm-hmm. or like my my kids go to school here like there's a lot of other things that factor into like whether or not you want to move or like or can yeah. right like do you have a is it a great opportunity mm-hmm. am i going somewhere cl- like there, it's a really difficult question to are you ask from here you're not from you know yeah right of, exactly yeah, it's, it's, if anything i would say that the data shows that there are 32 percent diehards that are never leaving you know out of, but out of like 500 people so out of five, it, it's like, still honestly not not clear how representative uh, it was and it's also like i don't know if they on the phone like told people it's like hey portland police association calling would you like to take a survey so it's like are they also 500 a subset 500 people unclear of how they demographically represent the city they're also 500 people who are willing to talk to cops question well that's the thing i don't think it's cops i think it's the it's the uh, survey uh, company it's like bsh or something i mean i know you didn't get a lot of young people they don't they don't answer calls it might say scam likely on but your phone. You're going to answer a thing that says scam likely? Is it, I don't even know. Like yeah. I was trying to find some. I don't. I don't know. They're not. They're not providing it. I'm sure they have it somewhere, but they're not providing. And that is such a. It, that's that's everything. I'm I'm right. working the survey right now, actually. And mm. listen, this is. It with, matters a lot. With you the ask. 15 and a half hours that I've been studying <laughs> data sciences, I, there, I saw this other KGW article. Mm, okay, talk. And to they me. were trying. It was a. Uh, it was the same. I'll give you poll. Portland voters are open to police unions' ideas for limiting civilian oversight board's authority. Huh. So I said, right? So I said, oh, uh, what poll? And I was thinking, I was thinking, there's no way it's the same poll that Althea told me. Like, I'm like, there's no <laughs> way they're using that 500. It it's is the same one. Not only is, so this, they say for each of the. Uh, it, oh my god, <laughs> we're, we're uh, sputtering. We're so. <laughs> so the actual question that they ask is. Um, uh, wh- which uh, which do you think is a better approach um, for policing? Uh, oh, sorry, I should uh, I should read the whole thing. For each of these two statements, the first statement describes how the Police Portland Accountability Commission has been proposed to operate. The second statement is an alternate alternate alternative approach. Not saying that this is what they're doing right now, but an alternative approach. For each one, indicate which approach is better. So they say that. 24 percent oh my god such a misrepresentation oh my they said tw- I, we have to i'm linking this on the website this is why okay 24 percent of people say that they that they like the um holding police accountable and you know the way that they represent what the pack wants to offer and they say that 63 percent of people don't and they say that conduct investigations and hearing that protect the constitutional and privacy rights of both the accuser and the accused that's not even that's that's not those are not incompatible that's not, the that's same not, yeah those are not opposites it, 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 I'm, wor- I'm it speechless yeah it indicates nothing this is like entire it's entirely like whatever you want it to mean do you know who wins in this the 13 percent who said don't know <laughs> it said uh i it's don't a, know i don't know about any i'm really not sure about i'm that. not sure about this it's worded weird i am so i'm it's a huge misrepresentation an and incredible think- misrepresentation when because here's what they are combating against the ballot measure that passed in 2020 with 82 percent support this they like they are trying to manipulate public opinion to try to show to try to convince people it's like oh actually you you want police accountability cringe everybody actually is going to leave if we don't let cops do whatever they want and there and of course this is also 
again, this also has when you say police, you know, they they think about how they can manipulate this into and look at all the people that are on the living on the streets and look at all the people that are doing yeah. drugs and look at all these and you voted for this and measure what and it's it's I'm not saying that all of these things are working. I don't think that people are voting f- to see people messed up and, no. and struggling on the streets. I don't think but anyone how, voted for that. That's how bad things are. But things things are not. They're not. Op- they're not. There's. There've been a lot of. Um, wrenches being thrown in a lot of these processes and and just a little bit more time. I don't, I don't know. There, there's a lot of different ways that things can get better, but just uh, taking a like, 500 people, like this poll is just not, it's the not The person represent- who wrote this question probably did it going like, nah, like, like this will get them. We have the word constitutional rights You and I know with ChatGPT. Oh my, we got to go to our- Oh gosh, okay, sorry. Shouldn't have let this one for last. Oh boy, am I mad. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, Althea is really angry. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get you even more angry by showing you the website of the survey uh, oh, company. Okay. We're going to go on a quick uh, musical break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. This is The Gap on KBOO Portland. In the year 2525, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they may find. In the year 3535, ain't gonna need to tell the truth, tell no lies. Everything you think, do, and say is in the pill you took today. In the year 4545, you ain't gonna need your teeth, won't need your eyes. You won't find a thing to chew. Nobody's gonna look at you. In the year 5555, your arms are hanging limp at your sides. Your legs got nothing to do. Some machine doing that for you In the year 65, 65 Ain't gonna need no husband, won't need no wife You pick your son, pick your daughter too From the bottom of a long glass tube, whoa, whoa And we are back here on The Gap on KBOO Portland Hope you like that song. <laughs> that song is oh man, it's in two years. Ooh. What? No, it's <laughs> twenty five in the year twenty. Oh, twenty five. <laughs> I said twenty two. <laughs> Listen, you say nineteen ninety nine. I'm like, oh, that's that's ten years ago. So I don't know. Um, and Welcome we're back. back. Uh, Want to do a quick reminder for folks? Thank you for listening. Oh, obviously. thank you for listening. Um, thank you for supporting KBU. Now is a wonderful time to consider supporting KBU monetarily. Maybe you've been listening all year. You've been enjoying this wonderful free content, mm. the resources that we provide to volunteers, to people like you to get their voice on the radio. Consider giving back. KBU.fm slash give. You can make a donation. Um, you can text the word KBU to 44321. We really appreciate it. 80% of our funding comes from members like you, and that way we can keep doing this for Two, 25, 25 years to come. <laughs> okay. Community Beautiful. question time. <laughs> Here we are, opening up the doors. Community question. Everybody, come in, guys. Come on in. Come on in. Community question time. 
in the spirit of the season, um, who would you put on your naughty or nice list? Could be local. Uh, we're kind of thinking local. Could be personal. Maybe there's somebody in your life. International. Like, inter- Intergalactic. Intergalactic. Uh, you know. You got some Martians you got beef with? Naughty. Na- Let, naughty list. Tell, tell Let us. us Let us know. 503-231-8187 is the phone number. You, I have a myriad of other ways you can talk to us, too. But naughty or nice list? Naughty Who's on the nice. naughty list? Who's on the nice list? Let us know. 503-231-8187. You can also, uh, if you're listening on the website, kboo.fm, there is a little bubble in the right bottom right side of the homepage that says chat with us if you want to weigh in on this. Um, you can also email us. Our email address is thegapradio at gmail.com. You can also message us on Instagram at thegapradio. Naughty, naughty and nice. nice. <clears throat> Whoa! That's Should we harmonize? <laughs> Naughty or nice? It's uh, <laughs> not what <laughs> this is for. <laughs> what do you have? An, who, who's on your naughty, who's naughty on or nice? On my naughty list, uh, Zenith Energy is on my naughty list. Uh oh! Uh oh! Getting the scolding. Something. And here's the thing about Zenith Energy: don't give them more coal in their stockings. Do you mm. know what I'm oh. saying? <laughs> So how are you going to... Fossil fuel industry. I... Um, <laughs> Got him. Got yourself. That was great. I'm doing Christmas puns. Um, Yeah. How would... I, how... What What do I think that they deserve? Um, oh, I, dude. I thought you just put them on a list. And I thought you give it to Santa and then oh, Santa yeah, well, figures them yeah, out. Yeah, but I just... I, I Maybe I need to add something because if they give Zenith more coal, we're going to be in more trouble. But maybe put that so on do a, I put, I had, put I, it I, on a list. Do put I have to put on them on the nice list? Put it in parentheses. He'll know what it means. Okay, you yeah. Think, you think Santa Claus doesn't know who Zenith Energy is? <laughs> I'll put a little asterisk right there just to remind him, like, hey, don't give these people coal, please. <laughs> it's like extra naughty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who would put it on, on the nice list? Who am I putting on the... I don't know. You know... I have a controversial controversial one for the nice list. Do you? You're not going to like it. Oh. Elon Musk is on my nice oh, list. Oh. I'll explain yeah, why yeah. to you. I'll explain. Because I've been so interested in why is the world have so Picture much to say about Picture me laying back him. with my hand over my face because that's what I'm doing. And, Go. <laughs> and I was just, I've been very, he, through being curious about why people are so interested about him, I've gotten more into technology. Okay. So he's been my, like, gateway drug, you could say. Well, I'm... I'm pleased so for I guess you I in put that technology regard. on the nice yeah, list. Technolo- Maybe not specifically. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll put him in parentheses so that so that Santa knows how I got there. He's on my naughty list. Santa? No. Oh. <laughs> Elon Musk. He ruined Twitter. That was this year. Ru- well, I'd love He's to hear a debate every- about whether he did or didn't. Oh, please. I'd I'd he wanna listen. He pulled all of his every Tesla got recalled this week. Did you hear about that? <laughs> That's not nice list behavior. That is a scientist. You know, that's data scientist no. figuring out if it's working. Oh, my God. He's going to find out if it's working or not. Um, You're going to, like, sing a Christmas song about Elon Musk. Um, Yuck. Don't do it. 503-231-8187. Who's on the naughty list? Who's on the nice list? Could be could be local politics related. Could be personal life. Who's on the, who's on the nice list in your life? Let us know. 503 231 Eight one eight seven. We'd love to hear from you. Being on the nice list is. I'm. Try, I'm putting myself on the nice list. You. You should definitely be on the. I've nice I've been list. very nice to myself. Uh, Stan. I think I deserve a little something, something from our Santa. From Santa. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which way is north? We gotta look north when we look for him. <laughs> I. I remember as a kid, there was like one year where I was like, I might be on the naughty list this year. Oh, like yeah. well, like you I knew was, about was, yourself. Well, I was a little worried. I don't even remember what I think I, what I thought I did. <laughs> I think Oof. maybe I was like 
eating frosting secretly. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Santa's going to get me for this one. And wouldn't you know it, I wasn't on the <laughs> Like, the scope of the bad things that I could do. Um, yeah. But anyway. I put, I, I, I put Kebu on the, Kebu on the, on the nice list. Yeah, put, put Kebu on the nice list. You know, <laughs> email Santa. <laughs> Dear Santa, please donate to our end of year campaign. <laughs> no coal because we don't like fossil fuel infrastructure. 503-231-8187. Santa, call in. Love you. <laughs> Exo, Exo, Exo. Exo. Um, <laughs> or you can go to the website kboo.fm chat with us if you like to the bottom right hand there is a bubble that's blue it should say chat with us we're open our phone lines are open yeah let us know what you think we have ari on the line hi ari can you hear us i hear you can you hear me yes I'm hi saying. how you doing Good. I, I thought the uh, Elon Musk thing about technology was funny, and I'm on the phone with you, and the first thing we have to say is, can you hear me? <laughs> you know, technology not so reliable. True. So Elon's working on oh, it. <laughs> no, he's not. He's working on okay, it. Okay, so Naughty Nice List, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to be slightly uh, downbeat and just say the entire war machine is naughty. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm concur and like there's a lot of people dying uh being killed and that's not good we need to stop that mm-hmm. i mean uh, there's better ways to manage overpopulation than dropping bombs on people's heads Jeez. So, well did i ruin your christmas holiday sorry well no just uh i it got me curious about what other ways you think uh we can handle overpopulation in your opinion but i don't know if that's here nor there but it's just, that's where my mind went. Well, the war, the war machine, I'll agree with you definitely on that Definitely naughty. One. Definitely, Huge. definitely naughty. You know what else it reminded me of? The Pentagon uh, failed its, like, fifth consecutive audit. Oh. Like, nobody knows where this money's going. Oh. Naughty list. Naughty oh. list. Don't, naughty. Don't, don't, don't believe they don't know. They know oh, yeah. where it's going. They just don't want to tell us. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, they're keeping that under wraps. Well, anyway, uh, anybody on the nice list you want to you wanna share? Oh, uh, yeah. Oops, the Pentagon lost trillions of dollars. Oh, well, move on. Um, yes, for overpopulation, uh, this is ridiculous. But, um, you know, just like how on Earth uh, plants have lots of seeds and they make, uh, you know, trees all over the place, we have to, I, 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 this is ridiculous to say, but we have to launch our overpopulation into space. Huh. And we have to spread now out. You're now, like, you're sounding like Elon Musk. Know. And again, you're on my naughty list, Elon, and I don't know how you got this number, okay? Um, I'm not Elon. Okay. Well, that, that, that's what Elon would say. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, you know, call in with a nice list. Look, we don't we don't have to have um, negative energy. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that we're gonna talk about overpopulation. So if you wanted to call in about that, refrain. Um, but five zero three two three one. Back on the rails. Everybody, come back in. I come back in. We all walked away when we heard that. I so said come his back. name five. I said his name five times. So he yeah, you, you summoned him. And he came in here. I didn't mean to do that. Came in here and he smelled terrible. <laughs> Elon, you smelled terrible. Um, anyway, sorry. 503-231-8187. We're talking naughty list and the nice list. Let us know what you think. Alex, hi. How are you? Hey, how you doing? This is Alex Jones. I just wanted to call. Oh, no. <laughs> Liberty, freedom, Infowars.com. Elon, Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, oh boy. my goodness. All right. So, 
<laughs> just, this is tough. This is tough stuff. Althea's hating it. I'm, um, look, the stars are out tonight. Are they the stars I hoped would call the program? No. The stars are out tonight. <laughs> look, maybe, look, everybody, if everybody, if you're good, if you're on the nice list, maybe we'll have a, an early morning impressions call-in show in January, Ooh. okay? But everybody has to be nice. Well, we just got two more people added to the naughty list, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Arthur, you're on there. Oh, wow. Okay, you caught me at an, you caught me at an off moment in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's let, on your naughty and license? All right, all right. Let me, let me just, let, i tell you what. I, I, I had a whole list. I had a whole list of naughty and nice. I had it already. But I'm just going to do a little nice first. Thank you. Okay? So that my first nice is... Portland, Oregon, beautiful city, beautiful people. Let me just start that way. Mm, yes. All right. Yeah, and and the other nice thing is, you're two. You're you have two uh, beautiful voices. Mm, thank you. Right? Now the reason I talk so funny, I had my nose broken multiple times. Mm. Oh. But uh, so that's I found I sound a little funny sometimes when I talk on the phone, but. The nice thing about your voices is like they're nice to listen to. So Portland, beautiful city, you guys are great. Uh, let me just hang up and have you guys comment. I just I couldn't. I had a lot of naughties on my list, but I just didn't feel like it right now. That's fine. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for shifting the vibe for us, Arthur. Yeah, we appreciate sure. it. Bye bye. Thank All you. Right. Oh, beautiful. He's on our. He's on our nice. That's list. That's a nice list. <laughs> um, yeah, it also, now as you said, Portland, Oregon, I think of like all the little like eateries that I visit. They're yeah, all on my nice list. The, and they always the, put a little extra in there, a little the, extra the love. incredible food in this city. Can mm -hmm. I also say driving in this morning, the mountain was out. It oh, was so Mount Hood, beautiful. nice list. Mount Hood's on my nice list. I blow it a kiss every time Mount St. Helens, <clears throat> on naughty when it's exploding, but right. good when it's not. Uh, right. We got totally. another caller on the air. Can hey, Liz, us? how you doing? I'm doing well, and... Uh, so uh, I'll get right into my nice list. You two are definitely on the nice list. Yay! Hey, thank uh, you. Yay. yay for your program and yay for KBU. And uh, my other uh, on the nice list is downtown Portland. I went to a concert the other night and then went out to dinner and walked all over. The, they have it decorated so beautifully with the lights. Mm. I mean, it was just beautiful and a lot of nice people down there and i don't know what they're saying in whatever media it is but my experience was fabulous and i highly recommend it but um so that's it i have i don't want to talk about any <laughs> stuff right now the i i agree with ari the whole war machine yeah. uh, was that his name ari and yeah. uh, so anyway that's uh, that's it. Okay, girl. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. It. We appreciate it. I, I was, you know, you go downtown. They got some beautiful lights. Up. Have you seen the Christmas tree up yet? No, I, I saw it. It was. Tree. They had. Okay. It, I saw it. They had the menorah lighting. Yeah, and they had the Christmas tree. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, and they had. There's a person that has like an owl or like a. What do you call it? A, a hawk oh. that makes so that the crows go away? What? I learned about this hawk. I asked, well, "What do you did you go to biology? Did you go to school for this?" He said, "I'm a hunter." I said, "You're a hunter? You did you did this for you? For, he's a contractor. The the owl the the hawk is a contractor. I'll tell you about this <laughs> offline. I I learned so much that wow, day. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's quite beautiful. Yeah. Don't oh, we got another caller right, in there. Joe. Hi. How are you? 
Good morning. Hey. Uh, so I uh, have uh, naughty and nice recommendations. Naughty uh, would be the administration of the Multnomah County Library, which, if you follow the news lately, uh, the library was audited um, by the county auditor, and there was an overwhelming uh, dissatisfaction by staff. Uh, the the headline read something along the lines of Multnomah County Library staff do not feel safe at work mm. and there is a several dozen page uh, document uh, reporting the findings of the audit and this is consistent with findings that went back to early in the pandemic when the library uh, laid off staff mm. in a very controversial move considering there was no budget crisis um, I remember that. and my nice list would be uh, the Portland Association of Teachers for showing Portland, uh, for energizing Portland, for fighting for our students and our communities, and for showing Portland area uh, workers, you know, what what sustained struggle can look like, and and how we, you know, everyone says no one wants to strike, but it it was it was really actually I think a positive community building experience for all the the headache it may have entailed as well. So those are my recommendations. Thank you so much for sharing them with us. We'll pass them along to Santa Claus. <clears throat> We've been deputized. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Well, we have a few minutes left here if other folks want to call. Naughty or nice list. Nice list, emphasized. Um, who, who, who do you think should be on it? 503-231-8187. I, I got to agree with Joe. I'm reading this Multnomah County Library staff feel don't feel unsafe at work article and i am also put two people putting them on the naughty list yeah uh oh hopefully we'll be able to talk about this in the upcoming weeks yeah that would, um, be, that would be fabulous we getting anyone on the interwebs um just people n sort of negatively responding to the elon musk of it all so i think oh, we're, we're gonna we're well. gonna sort of turn that part down um, what do they say <clears throat> let me see <laughs> we're just don't worry about it don't, it doesn't matter can I tell you who else might be on my naughty list? That's one person. That okay. person's on my naughty list. No, come on. They didn't do anything wrong. They're allowed to have an opinion. Um, uh, that's my opinion, too. I'm put, my opinion is I'm putting on my naughty list. All right. Well, look. How many... Yeah, hmm. I'm just thinking about the math of, like, if you're on one naughty list, but you're on a lot of nice lists, like, does track record matter? I think it matters. If you're a kid on the naughty list, like, it also depends on age. Oh. You know, if you're... Like, on, how much do you... How do you... Yeah. As a child growing up. Mm -hmm. Is it versus an adult? Yeah. I feel like a lot of teenagers, since, you know, I remember as a teenager, I was not the nicest, so mm. maybe I was on the naughty list. Yeah. You know, but then maybe it's, like, less points because it's, like, you're going through yeah. a lot of stuff as a teenager, you know? There's always room for redemption, can Santa's I say? Santa's understanding. Santa is understanding like that. And, like, and, and anybody that we've, you know, named, there might be, there's probably room for redemption. Multiple kind of library could get it together, and they could be on the nice list because ostensibly they're trying to provide a nice service which is the library but librarians are nice yeah yeah i love librarians oh man don't get me started about librarians it's part of the reason why i speak english is librarians really we should have a library episode library. can we i like there's i gotta show you some tiktoks we'll, go, we'll talk about this offline yeah sorry. we're getting it we'll tammy and i haven't seen minutes. each other in a while so i was just, <laughs> we're just so excited to talk i wasn't allowed to talk for a few days and then I came back and everybody's, I just couldn't stop talking. <laughs> I'm a real chatterbox, okay? That's why you got me on the radio. Anyway, Arthur, you're back. Hi. Hey, I left off a naughty. Okay. But based on the previous caller's comments and your chit-chat, I'm going to add my own little two cents here. 
Um, I think your listeners should be aware that Multnomah County shut down five libraries simultaneously. Mm, mm. A total of five. And, you know, my son goes is getting his PhD at Yale, and he works for the library. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lover of books. But I will tell you this. Um, there's something pretty shady. And then I talked to one. This is, this is off the air, of course, right? Then I talked to one of the librarians that was about to lose her job. There's a, there's a, according to the media, and you, you guys, you guys can dwell on this. According to the media, all the librarians that were laid off when those five libraries shut down were transferred to other places. Mm, huh. That seems strange since I haven't seen an increase in librarians in the other branches that are still alive, like four, whatever. And then I said, what happened to the books? Mm. What happened to the books? Oh, the five libraries shut down. Why all this so-called construction or renovation, whatever it's called? Right. What's going on? Where are the books going? Oh, they're in storage. Okay. And then as, as a book lover, I'm thinking like, what's the name of the book? How can I access it? Right. This is about flow of information in written form. Mm-hmm. So you might want to check into that little thing. Yeah, that might be a whole new episode for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, All right, listen, have fun. It's Friday. All right, All right so true. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, yeah, I noticed I've been trying to print stuff at the library. A lot of them were closed, and they said, we'll be open 2024 in spring yeah. or fall 2024. Like, I, I know that they at the Concordia campus they made like kind of a temporary library you want me to go drive all the way there but Concordia is like so far away from from people and look at this the Nadia Lice list is really becoming an episodes list yeah Uh. (laughs) write that down write that down Well, listen, um, I want to thank everybody who uh, called, who messaged, who contributed. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Wait, getting uh, more angry? Yeah, th- th- well, I'll, I'll show you in a minute. Um, uh, we, we really appreciate everybody uh, talking to us. And, um, you know, we hope that y- you are on the nice list and you're able to, to tell people about being on the nice list you can maybe help people get on that nice list or maybe you can do something some constructive criticism to get on the nice list or not constructive too sometimes people just need to be told like the regular kind um i also want to say uh that now is a fabulous time to contribute to kbu community radio keep keep us on the air keep keep us continuing to grow and contribute to our community get more people on the nice list through radio kbu.fm slash give is the link to donate, you can also go to KBU, uh, or text KBU to 44321. You can send us a letter if you like. We love to get a Christmas card if you're doing that kind of thing. We love to hear from you, your feedback. Especially I mean, if you have pets on the Christmas card. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or we just also pictures have, of uh, your dogs. We got a t-shirt going on, too. What? Oh, uh, right, the cutting through the sounds cutting, of... Cutting through the clouds, it's Cutting through baby. the clouds. And, like, this yeah. morning, the clouds were, like, the sunrise are so beautiful. I just... The imagery, the rainbows, you know? This is this is what we're all about. Um, mm. And we really appreciate everybody who supported us. We got two anonymous donations in this hour. And, oh, you know, was it from the ones whose name I shall not say? Yeah. I prob- <laughs> well, say no. It, if it was more money, I would think it's from them. But no, they're, this is this is from a real person who actually cares about <laughs> us. And we care about them and we appreciate them. So Thank you. Thank you all. Um, if you want to donate, we, we love and appreciate you. Um, and we... 
thank you for listening to our show. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, we love doing it. Live radio, your support means everything. Veterans Voice is up next. And Another we'll be fantastic back next show. week, I believe, yes. We'll be back next week. Um, and yeah, take care of yourselves, each other, and party time Friday day, Friday right. night. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. It's, it's both early and late for us to be this out of sorts. So we thank you for listening. We hope you have a fabulous day. Keep in touch. Bye. streaming on the web at kboo.fm. KBOO Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBOO in accordance with the requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KBOO Community Radio's open meeting policy is available at our website at kboo.fm. This month's Development and Events Committee will be held on Monday, December 18th at 4.30 p.m. The meeting will be held online through a public video conference. A public link and phone number to attend the meeting can be found on our website at kboo.fm. Please visit our website to verify if a meeting is being held.